Welcome to another episode of the Hey Listen Radio Show. Uh, I'm your host, Mike. That feels weird to say. Mm. Uh, I'm I'm Michael, that black guy uh, with the glasses is Joe, and that other black guy with the glasses is Jumper Cables. I guess a lot of black people. I guess if you're uh, listening to the audio version, you um, you can't tell. I, I don't know. I'm really tired. I didn't sleep good last night. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna we got some gaming news to go over today. So we're gonna do that. And then, <laughs> Joe, what are you doing? <laughs> and then. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. That's okay. Uh, and then, uh, and then we'll get into a little piece of news I thought was interesting to talk about. So uh, let's jump right into it. Jump cables. You wanted to talk about uh, this uh, article from Slash Deer. Samurai Showdown mm. Neo Geo Collection will launch as a free Epic Store title. And this is something mm-hmm. you've been kind of, uh, you've been talking about Samurai Showdown and getting to play it recently, but, uh, well, I was psyched uh, for the new one, only to be met with severe disappointment when I found out uh, when they rather they kept delaying its um, PC release. So I went to I think PS4 and Xbox, saw a lot of success, did good, got put on Evo, and one of the things that got got announced alongside with it was a. Um, like a Samurai Showdown collection, which basically featured all of the old games as well as one that had only been released in Japan. And I was actually kind of hoping that would come out first to kind of like prime everyone for the new game. But, uh, you know, the stuff got put on hold and the collection's finally coming out. I'm psyched for that, but I actually got surprised when I found out that, um, well, one, the PC versions are coming out like at least a month for the console editions hmm. and two that the first place it was going to place it was going to premiere on was uh, Epic and be free for that first week. Now the reason why I brought this up as a story is, is a question I have, which is again, free for a week, which means you can download it and keep it if you get it within that week's time. So the question here is gentlemen, <laughs> is this dirty? Is what dirty? <laughs> is this undercutting? Undercutting? Undercutting what? Wait, As do, you, in, do you have to pay for it elsewhere? Yeah. It's it's not free everywhere. Only on the Epic Store? Yeah, and only for that first week, mind you. Really? But Wait. It, yeah. I thought it was like all their other games. They just give them out for free forever. Wait, no, oh, yeah. that. it's not forever. They only do it yeah. for a certain period of time. I see, yeah, yeah. I see your time. Um, mm, yeah, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's one of those games, except it's coming out there first before anywhere else. And it's free. And it's, and mm-hmm. free. And it's launching. It's yeah. launching there, yes. How long, what's the, the window? Um, I think it comes out on Epic on the 11th, and then the first, the, the next place is going to be Steam on the 18th. Hmm. Well, this whole thing with the Epic Store is kind of dirty in general. I mean, they've they've just been like just 
swinging around all the monies at all at everyone just to get all these exclusives for a period of time just so they can get people to use the Epic Game Store. But at work, we we're kind of talking about um, not this game, but Borderlands. They also um, are giving away Borderlands for free on the Epic Game Store as well. And uh, we were talking about that at work. And everyone was like, yeah, I'm still not going to use the Epic Game Store. This is everyone just feels equally that this is just just dirty. It's just come on. Epic's only doing this to get more people to use their crappy service. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't feel I don't feel they should be doing this. I feel like, especially if it's you have to pay for it in other places. So I don't know. At least people are getting the game. So I, I guess the upside is people get exposed to Samurai Showdown, and then maybe they'll be more willing to want to buy future games. Well, so yeah, and let me let me just be one hundred with everyone. I do intend to buy this on Steam. That's not going to stop me from getting it free on Epic just so I can play it there while I wait. So, in terms of matchmaking, if I just have the Epic Game Store version, can I play with someone who has the Steam version? Oh, crossplay. No, if it has crossplay. It's not really crossplay, though. I think, I think it should. Mm. Well, I guess the, the real question is, does it have a matchmaking system inside the game? Mm, I believe game, so. Then, yeah, okay, then yeah, there's no problem. Well, I mean, if it's like an exclusive thing that it can only be exclusively played on the Epic Game Store, maybe they're restricting the multiplayer as well. So uh, I don't know. It depends on what deal they had with them behind the scenes. Be silly. It would be silly, but the whole reason why Epic Games has been making all these games free and getting all these exclusive is to get people on their platform. I mean, that's, that's why they keep doing this. And it's, I mean, no one likes it, but that's why they keep doing it. So I would not be surprised if they restricted that at all. Yeah. Um, just, it, it, se- it seems like, uh, undercutting as a business tactic. Under. For, for who? Um, um, Epic, undercutting other places, rather than saying, "Oh, hey, we'll get you to buy it here because we're a better platform." It's here, we'll get you to buy it here, and now you've got to navigate whether or not you want to double dip on something you already own. Well, to them, this is just marketing. Mm -hmm. This is marketing for the Epic Game Store. I don't really think they care if you know if people buy Samurai Showdown. Or not. This is just another way for them to get people to the Epic Game Store. Because, like, as soon as people see free and game, and now they're going to associate that with the Epic Game Store, they're like, oh, maybe I should start downloading this and see what else is there. So, I, to them, I, I don't really think it has anything to do with the game. It's just, this is just their marketing budget, essentially. Hmm. This is, I mean, it's very, like, Rockefellerian. <laughs> mm. and somebody, didn't somebody else just get in trouble with that? Who was that? Did we talk about that last week? Somebody got in trouble for literally giving some shit away. Um, I saw on the news. I can't remember what the fuck it was. I want to say it was... I think it was actually Amazon. Mm. Amazon was giving something away. Oh, I think there was like a, like a, some, like an, I don't know where the fuck I, I was, I saw this, but I think it was like a online diaper sales place. 
and Amazon just like cut the price of their diapers by like a fraction of the cost and they just completely mm-hmm. destroyed that diaper business. Mm. Yeah. Well, they did buy diapers.com a long time ago. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so they kind of have a stranglehold on the diaper market. <laughs> that should be the episode title. Yeah, Epic Games is worth over $15 billion. I'm Whoa. pretty sure they're just using this as marketing. Wait, so they own, the, they own the Unreal Engine, right? They do, yes. Okay, there we go. They're licensing for everything. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So, yeah, like, so Lionel, I really don't think they're concerned if people buy this game or not, or as long as people know that it's coming from them and they get them to install it and they can send them emails and other stuff. That's all they really want. Mm-hmm. So, which is awful, but you know, whatever. That's what they do. That's what they become after whoa, whoa. Fortnite. And again, like that, that aspect of it, that, okay, we're just uh, putting all these games out for free to get the marketing, get the attention. Um, what's throwing me off is the, uh, potential to keep other people from buying the game elsewhere. Well, see, that's the thing. They, they don't care. So, if, so you think that's I, not, you don't think that's their intent? No, no, no. They don't care. The, all they care about is to get you to install it. Once they, once you've they got you to install it, you could like after that, um, the, you know, the time period where they have it exclusively is over and people start, you know, buying it on um, steam or wherever else. The fact is they've now got them to install it and that's all they want because now they can send them all kinds of marketing material. They can like send them, you know, notifications on their desktop about the latest stuff in the app store. I mean, in their, um, you know, their uh, Epic game store. So that's all they want. They don't, I really don't think they care about if you leave and play the game somewhere else. Cause they just want you to install well, it. No, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying is by doing this, a lot of people aren't going to leave and install it elsewhere. They're not going to buy it at all. Oh, you mean... Uh, they already have it on Epic for free. Oh, all right. Well, even better for them. So that'd be a win-win. So if they don't lose anyone, that's great. But, yeah, I don't know. You know I don't think they really... Don't, you, don't, you don't think the undercutting is the reason why? No. Okay. Nah. I mean, it's... They've become a just giant and... I mean, they just—it's money, 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 money. That's all they really care about at this point. You guys remember that um, episode of the Tom Green show where he created Undercutter's Pizza? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's all I can think about right now. Uh, cut, 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 cut. Yeah, honestly, that's what's ingrained that term in my head. <laughs> yeah, every time you said it, I just kept thinking about that. Undercutters. That, what happened to Tom Green? He's still around. Where is he? Is he doing other shit? He's doing. Oh, okay. He did a. a, He did. He was like an early pioneer of uh, video podcasting. uh, Oh. Like big time. He actually had Joe Rogan on the show, and Joe Rogan was like, "Whoa, like this is crazy! Like I can't believe this!" And he kind of like took that and ran with it. Uh, And Tom, (laughs) he's just kind of floating around doing stuff, but uh, he's he's trying to do the video podcast again right now. He's done some stand-up, too. Awesome. Yeah, I so, thought he was a funny guy. He's funny. He's also calmed down a fair amount. 
that's that's good. <laughs> he, he seems to be kind of slowly losing it near the end. Yeah. Uh, let's see. You got anything else more to say about this? Mm, I mean, uh, not really. Outside of I'm looking forward to playing it finally. Yeah. So you're excited for it then? Yeah, as I think, I think not long after this gets released, um, Sam, the Samurai Showdown 2020 is going to get a proper release on PC too. Nice. I'm All right. Weaving it hardcore for a minute. Sounds fun. And it's a collection of games, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, all of the uh, 2D Samurai Showdowns in one collection, including a game that didn't get released outside of uh, Japan. So the question I thought you were going to ask was, is this going to be enough to finally get you to install the Epic Store? (laughs) (laughs) And I think my answer is probably no. What would it take, point of curiosity... Uh, an exclusive Kojima game. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It would have to be something really tight, like something really sick and like free. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyway, moving on to uh the next story from uh, Jason Schreier over at Bloomberg, which sounds much. Nicer to say than where he was before. Bloomberg, Jason Schreier, and Takashi Mochizuki. And this is just kind of a blip I wanted to touch on. It's, um, so yeah, uh, there's been some leaks slash rumors that, uh, Sony's finally gonna announce all their shit next week. Like they're gonna show games. So, that's it. Are you guys hoping to see anything? Uh, in, in the beginning, I mean, I'll be honest, I wasn't really that excited for the PlayStation 5 at all. But after I saw that demo that we uh, had talked about, um, that kind of got me really excited for it. Yeah. And they, they keep bringing out more stats for the hardware compared to the uh, new Xbox. And it just, yeah, the type of stuff they have planned for it seems pretty mind-blowing. So... I'm excited to see what kind of games they are going to be coming out with it. And I don't know if either of you guys heard about it, but they're going to be coming out with the remaster, a remastered Jack and Daxter. So um, it, w- it would be interesting to know if maybe that has a future. Maybe that's <laughs> Naughty Dog's next game. I doubt it. But, mm-hmm. you know, for the PS5, that would be amazing. Um, but, yeah, yeah so, so I'm excited now. It would be really interesting to know what companies are planning to make for it like EA and yeah they generally uh, give the the remasters to like other companies for the most part yeah that's true but uh yeah this is exciting yeah I don't know why you would have been excited before because they hadn't shown anything except for the controller well, that's not true. They had shown um, some demos of a few games, yeah. uh, but they didn't look very interesting was, to me at all. There was one game that they showed oh, somewhere. Remember, I don't even mm-hmm. know what the fuck it was called, but it was like, it's uh, this is a PS5 game. 
Yeah. Like, so far, we've just kind of seen, like, and it's coming to PS5 and all next-gen shit. But, uh... Yeah, yeah I'm, that's I'm, I'm excited. There's, uh... Mm-hmm. I mean, the dream releases or announcements for me would be, like, a new Splinter Cell, a new Brothers in Arms. Mm. <laughs> Those are both probably pretty unlikely. Um, maybe more likely is, like, at this point, possibly a small, small little teaser for Spider-Man 2. Yeah, I was I, thinking about that. I think that. we're about ready for that at this point. It's been a couple of years, and they stopped making DLC. Uh, yeah, um, I, I expect there to be at least a, a sizzle reel or uh, sort of a teaser reel of what PS4 games like upgraded to PS5 will look like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but other than that, like, what else has been kind of dark? I don't know. They have all these all these franchises. They they'll, I imagine at some point they'll want like a new Horizon. Yeah, so there are a bunch of games that they do have planned. I'm just kind of looking at like one thing. I do remember them saying Gods and Monsters doesn't look super impressive. It's kind of like an open world fantasy type of game. It looks neat, but nothing mind blowing that make me want to buy a PS5. There's Rainbow Six Quarantine, uh, there's Vampire the Masquerade, Dreams, Godfall, the, a new Lord of the Rings game. So they do have stuff planned, but it's like another, nothing interesting, like crazy. Are those like leaks? Uh, I don't think, well, Godfall isn't a leak. That, that was oh, yeah, shown. That's, that was the one I was um, about. Yeah. Uh, Vampire Masquerade, I believe that was shown as well. Uh, that was the whole vampire, yeah. But that was also on Xbox. Yeah, so... It's kind of muddy. This sounds like stuff that we kind of know about. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you have a dream game that you would like to see announced, Jumper Cables? So I've been trying to, to sit here and think about, but my brain is really failing me right now. Do you want a new Def Jam game? I don't. I don't know. I don't think this is a dream game, but for some reason, the first thing that popped into my head was Ear Guys. Huh? That would be a cool reboot. God bless the ring. God bless the ring. Knock your teeth out with a yo-yo. Put Cloud in. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? They could announce a new Tekken. Highly unlikely, but. It's really the, oh, yeah. the community is like the chatter for the next Tekken game is just like and Namco hasn't said mm. anything to give an indication that they're ready to do that yet. I think it's more likely we'll get a season 4. But that is one thing. It'd be sick if they brought back Fight Night. So you think about oh, it, yeah. they skipped PS4 entirely, but before that Fight Night was kind of like I think they would not necessarily Sony stage, but they would come out like next gen, like early like shows, and they would show the new demo, and everybody wanted that demo on their stage because it, they always looked amazing. 
mm-hmm. like the PS3 stuff with the the cheek physics. Uh, so yeah, I would love a new Fight Night. That's just a series that needs to come back. Um, yeah, Skate, yep. Skate has been pretty dormant for a while. It's been dormant long enough that people have just made new versions of it. Indie versions. Hmm. I would love a new Zone of the Enders. That would be just beautiful. Mm. Beautiful to my eyeballs. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> I mean, it was just, the music was great. The just visuals were just, ugh, the gameplay was that amazing. Would be, yeah. That would really that, to, yeah. Snuck under the radar because the 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 deal with remember we we did hear those rumors about Konami and Sony mm-hmm. about them trying to license stuff and those were all about like Silent Hills and possibly Metal Gear but a new a Zone of the Enders that would be an amazing pull for them <laughs> yeah yeah I'd be wonderful yeah. but what do we think is actually likely? The new GTA. There's been more and more rumors popping up about GTA 6, mm-hmm. so I would not. They uh, released a uh, five and five online free on Epic. Yeah, like, the timing would line up. Hmm. See, I I see what you're saying there, but for me, the timing is more like like when you do that, you bring in a bunch of free players, and then you then you need like a big buffer period to sell them all the shit that is available in that game. So, I don't know. But it could be. Well, I'm thinking, you know what, I'm just thinking more either getting, both getting uh, old fans back into it and giving people who are completely new a taste for it. You know, the first taste is free. Yeah. And then, you know, you dangle you dangle that fresh carrot in front of them. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. See how many bite. Yeah, I guess so. But um, yeah, I I actually think that GTA Six is probably a ways off, um, just because they like Red Dead was so soon, it was so recent, uh, and they typically spend like a really long time making their games. Red Dead was like a year or two ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Starfield, not too. Yeah, the new, I was going to mention that, the Bethesda stuff. Mm, maybe. I mean, there hasn't been any talks about it, but possibly another little big planet. I mean, I know Media Molecule, Media Mo- Molecule has been focused on dreams, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Those games were actually pretty fun. I, mm-hmm. I did enjoy them. I still haven't played that. Dreams. There. I played Little Big Planet. Dreams. Maybe they'll bring back the home. The home VR. Yes. Home in VR. Wow. Yes. Ah. You heard it here first. The possibility. (laughs) Oh, Lord, the new hotness. Hey, listen, radio exclusive. PlayStation. Ah, I remember PlayStation Home. Home too. Oh. Remember I used it on your PlayStation and I went around and, and I yes. mad at you. <laughs> yeah. Ah, see, that's why we need it back. Trolling. Yeah. VR. I still like that. Was cool. I had 
Well, I got to spend some time in there with a friend once, and we just kind of wandered around, like, going to see what was there. <laughs> it was weird. He came to my apartment. We both looked really weird. Like, you could make yourself look real weird, but, like, we just looked like weird regular guys in the game. Like, my clothes were all torn up. <laughs> I think he had a job. But, uh, yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Home too. Sony is such a. They're such fad jumpers. For how great yep. they can be, they always are like, "We gotta have PlayStation Move. We gotta have. We gotta have our Wii. We gotta controls. have motion. We gotta, we gotta have, have Second Life. <laughs> we gotta have VR. Although VR is like, uh, I mean, technically you can. I guess yeah. But PlayStation Eye, which I'm using. As a well, the, right well now. the PlayStation. Well, they were the only ones with like a like a camera, right? E- well, connect. Yeah, connect. Yeah. Wait, wait. That was my Xbox. Does, does uh, Connect predate the Eye? Well, there was mm. the Eye toy on PS2, um, and then the, I don't think much used that. And then there was mm-hmm. the Eye. The PlayStation Eye or whatever the fuck on three, yeah. which was I think you needed to use the the, the drums, the raver sticks. Yeah. 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 So I wonder how they're feeling about their investment in VR for this generation. It seems like it didn't really. It seems like I never hear anybody talk about it, but I also don't hear anybody say that it wasn't a success. Well, um, they, they they did gangbusters with it when it came to RE7. That's true, and they also did um, say that they are going not they're not going to discontinue it when the PS5 comes out. They said they are going to fully support it and come out with a new version of PSVR. So they're not giving up on it. Yeah, I know they're not giving on VR, giving up on VR in general. But it, if you look at it as like. A generation, generation-wise, this did not take off for them. I don't think. No, it did not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that kind of leads us into our next story that you brought, Joe. And then is uh, apparently Sega is preparing a console comeback. So, oh, look at Lionel. He's just getting, he's rubbing those hands. He's getting ready. Woo. Is this real I want life? It. Well, the rest of the headline is, and they're about <laughs> to get wrecked. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was kind of iffy. So, like, this, this writer here. Yeah, so it was something quoted from Famitsu, I think, or some, uh, some Japanese magazine. But essentially, the Sega's having their 60th anniversary in June. And supposedly there's going to be some really big announcement that's coming out. And I mean, essentially this is probably just rumor, but people keep thinking it may be uh, another console. Like they may be trying to get back into the race, if you will. So I don't know. I don't know. Take it with a grain of salt. But no matter what, it sounds like we're going to be getting some sort of big announcement from them in June, which is awesome. I I just want Virtual Fighter 6. <laughs> It could either be a new Sonic game or uh, a Dreamcast 2. I don't know. Who knows? 
I doubt that part. But I mean, whatever they do, I'm for it. I like that they're you know they're big in the industry again. They got a lot of heavy hitters under their belt. Mm. Um, if they decide to make a console, I'll I'll fucking buy it. <laughs> yeah, this headline is super clickbaity. It's yeah, yeah, it's a really straight up statement, but then when you read the article, it's like people are speculating. But it, it even says in the article that the guy said the scoop that he has isn't the Dreamcast too. <laughs> well, they are. Um, well, I guess like the bigger thing why I put it in there. I mean, outside of being excited for a second making another console, is that I mean at this point. Would it really even make sense for them to make a, a, a console? I mean, Lionel, you just brought up a really good point. They're doing really well in games again. I mean, they're, they've kind of made a really good comeback with their games. Yeah. Um, so why would they even need to have a console come out? It just well, doesn't. If, if they, they take those games, which, you know, are selling really well, you know, across multiple platforms and make them their exclusives, mm-hmm. and have something there. Uh, two, um, what you have to consider is that they may not be looking to compete with the mainline consoles. Maybe this is like a, a handheld of some sort, or maybe oh. a online service. Sort of, maybe it's like in the vein of OnLive or something, or maybe it's a Sega Club type thing where you get discounts off of, who knows, um, I don't know if it's going to be fully, you know, Dreamcast 2. If it is, I'll buy it just for the hell of it. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of in a we'll see thing, especially because, um, especially if they're going to offer something different, like for all the, uh, crazy ass and maybe unpleasant business practices Nintendo might employ, I still appreciate that the console and a lot of its games play significantly different from the PS2 and Xbox. Those two just feel like different variants on the same architecture. So if Sega's doing something significantly different, then I think me and a lot of other people would welcome it. I think what they should probably do is bring back some sort of version of Sega Channel where they had 50 mm. games each month. Essentially, what you could compare it to is Microsoft's Game Pass at yep. this point. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. pretty much what it would be. I think that would do really well. Um, that kind of goes to what you were saying, Lionel, about having some sort of online service or something like that where you could mm-hmm. just get you know, all their games. And right there, I mean, they could use that platform as a way to um, bring out a new virtual fighter. Like exclusively on, yeah. you know, the Sega's, Sega's channel. I don't know what they would call it, but that I think would do really well. Um, it could be a launch title. And there's so many great Sonic games out there. Mm-hmm. If, if they were to kind of remaster them and re-release them, like all the Sonic Advance games mm-hmm. and the, the Sonic Rush games, there's yep. so many great titles that they could just release on some sort of Game Pass like service, so it's easy to forget that they have like a really amazing catalog. A lot of them are institutions in regards to gaming. Exactly. Yeah. So, so if they had exclusive yeah. rights to any new releases and then it's mm. an archive of all the old, yeah, then they they'd have because it's varied too. They're they're not like they they aren't like 
As close as you can get to calling them a specialty company is the fact that their games have a notably arcadey feel to them. But that's yeah. a stylistic thing than it is like, you know, being pigeonholed into a genre or something. Especially if they could get like, uh, some of the companies they help to publish stuff for like Atlas on board. Yes. See, I can see lots of partnerships happening mm-hmm. and then getting games exclusively on there. So I feel like if they were to come back in the console race or whatever you want to call it, that would probably be a better direction for them considering it's getting kind of crowded. We have what all those other people releasing their own game consoles. Like I know they're kind of a joke, but Atari and <laughs> what are the, uh, wasn't there a Neo Geo? Um, like mini console no, that no, came out. There was a lot of uh, mini consoles coming out. Right, right. And, thought, you know, we have Sega. Obviously, they had their own too. Uh, yeah. of that. And television. I think the television one oh, yeah. that's coming back out. Um, and then there's yeah the Atari that's coming back out. It's just yeah, I don't, I don't think that's a good direction to go. Don't. It doesn't make sense to compete with Nintendo or. Microsoft or any of those in that particular market. Um, not saying competition wouldn't be nice to have, but come on. Realistically, you're not gonna, you're not, you're just not. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, now that I hear you guys talking about it, I think that does make sense to have a, like a place to check in for the entire like Sega archive. Some of it might be a little difficult because of licensing stuff, but. You know, all the stuff that they own. Because, I mean, they have that kind of that janky uh, game library thing with, like, the room and stuff where you can look at the games. And it's kind of cool, but, like, it's the online play is weird. Um, like, I saw someone who had, like, all the games, like, and he's going through them. You know, it's like this 3D virtual space. It's like a room and has a shelf with all the games. You'll like the Sega games and you can look through it. Like, that's really cool. I think it'd take that and expand it to something else. Like, I know they had like the Saturn and Dreamcast and stuff. That would be pretty cool. So, I mean, especially the Dreamcast, there's so many like beloved titles on there. Oh, man. Yeah, Sega Dreamcast and I think the Jaguar. Wasn't that also Sega? Yeah, they, those oh, two. No. <laughs> No, was that not? No, it was Atari. It was, oh, sorry. Okay, that was Atari. Um, I thought they released two Sega, consoles. By, yeah, they had CD and 32X. That's what it was, yeah. yeah. And 32X yeah. was originally going to be a separate console, but mm. the uh, timing of it would be bad considering they, they had Saturn in development. Well, that's a problem. Yeah, that's why they didn't do so well. Well, no, that's why it was a add-on to the Genesis rather than a separate thing, right? Um, but but I mean, like when they tried when they tried selling it, though, it bombed because it just they uh, I think they were releasing the Saturn around that same time as well. Uh, just, maybe like a year before, yeah, not, not too long before, like not too long after the Saturn came out. But yeah, yeah which is why they they nixed it being its own console. Yeah, and it's just really expensive too, so it's just. So in because they were trying to compete so hard with the uh, PlayStation, was it uh, Turbo Graphics? Oh yeah, sixteen bit era. Um, because they were trying, they were going blow for blow with it. 
like peripheral for peripheral with it in Japan. Money mm. was getting eaten up, eaten up, and the Sega. Basically, they flooded the market with console and like consoles and console related things. And yeah. That didn't help them near the end of the 16-bit period in uh, the states. Yeah. So I'm just like looking here and. Sega Sega released one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten consoles. Mm-hmm. They released ten consoles in their lifetime. That is crazy. Yeah. That's ten. There was the Dreamcast, Sega Saturn, Sega CD, SG Thousand, mm-hmm. Advanced Pico Bino Bina. Yeah. <laughs> Advanced Pico Bina. Japan exclusive. Yeah. yeah. I, I, Sega I, Mark III. Yeah. <laughs> we have three iterations of the Genesis. <laughs> yeah. And then the Nomad. Yeah. And then we have the, uh, the 32X and the CD and the Game Gear and the Master yeah. System. And don't, don't forget Sega Pico. What the hell is that? Sega Pico. It's, it's a thing. It's Sega Pico, also, also named, uh, also known as Kids Computer Pico. Is an educational video game console by Sega to- by Sega Toys. I see. It was marked as edutainment. Edutainment. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh. That's like how people. So, so if we yeah. get a, if we get one game announcement, I'm sure there'll be announcements for several things or something. But just one game. What is the game that? You want to hear from Sega on the third, is it? The fourth. Jump cables, I think we know your answer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let me think. If I could give one that would make me even half as excited, ex- as excited as Virtual Fighter 6. Uh, ah. It'll come back to me. Come back to you. What about you, Joe? So I know I'll never, ever, ever get it, but another Landstalker, which mm. I don't, I don't, yeah. So Landstalker was a series of games that Sega created to basically counter Nintendo's Zelda, um, because the game was those Zelda games were doing so well, and so they created Landstalker, which essentially is just a Zelda ripoff. But it's a, uh, but it's it, it's a pretty damn good game and they made two of them um, I believe and then actually I believe Landstalker turned into a Lundra I might need to look at that yeah 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 then then the um there was Lundra was on the PlayStation game. was that the Dreamcast game I think that was it, had I think like, the, it was like an updated it was like an updated mm-hmm. version of the system yep yeah I, I believe that was um, and I think the team that created Landstalker Created Alundra, the, the Alundra series on PlayStation um, later on. But, but anyway, yeah, a new Landstalker game would be amazing because those games were so much fun. They were actually a very good competitor to the Legend of Zelda games, but they were hardly talked about and kind of just, you know, disregarded as being just knockoff, which it kind of was, but, you know. Whatever. Sometimes, it was fun. Sometimes knockoffs are like hella tight, man. Yes. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I, I 100% agree with that. Uh, yeah. So that's what I would love. That was. Uh huh. What's the story yeah. about? 
Um, I'm trying to remember. It was a it was pretty much really generic about like a kid who was just kind of around like some around some type of town there was goblins and monsters and he was went around protecting the town and killing all the monsters and then there was a bigger creature you could almost say it was a Ganon ripoff that they just kind of he went out to, to kill him to stop all the goblins from attacking the town and the and the townsfolk so <laughs> yeah it was pretty generic it was not but it, the way it was done first of all you could jump you can't do that in the oh, oh it <laughs> yeah. was full on like uh platforming yeah. in those games. Yeah, there's a lot of platforming. Yeah. You could jump. I mean, I'd say I'd say that makes it distinct from Zelda. It does. I mean, there are some games like um Zelda Link's Awakening, you could you could get a special item that allowed you to jump, but all the earlier Zelda games, you could not do that. And the, it was like when I started playing on Stark, I was like, oh my god, like a, an adventure RPG type of game where you can actually jump. This is crazy, because that just wasn't done before. So uh, it was a small detail, but it would, had a big impact. Um, I guess another one would be Kid Chameleon, that game. Oh yeah, that was their, they were trying to make him their mascot before Sonic, right? <laughs> yeah, that was great. So that was a fun game. That was really cool. Um you think if I can remember, he could put on different masks or something, and he would change and get powers based on what he put on. Maybe it wasn't a mask; it was something. But a lot of them to change into different characters. But uh, yeah, so Sega's got a great library of games; they really, really do. And um, there was one point with a Sonic game that collaborated with another. I think it was Capcom or some other company where they made an RPG. No, it was Square. I think it was Square, and they made a turn-based. Are a Sonic RPG, and it was actually pretty fun. So, are you talking about the one on the DS? Was that who? Who did they? No, that was that was. Um, wasn't that Bioware? <laughs> yes, it was Bioware. Yes, they, they. Um, so I can get the name. Hmm. Oh man, yeah, Bioware. Also, real quick, um, we're gonna skip the last story. Let's just keep talking about Sega. It was like uh, Chronicles or something. Yeah, there it is. Sonic Chronicles: The Dark Brotherhood. Is this Sonic related? It is, yeah, it's a Sonic RPG. Yeah, it is. Sonic RPG. Yeah, it's a Sonic RPG made by Bioware. What? The- Whatever. Yeah. Sonic. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's that is kind of funny. I feel nuts. like I've actually heard of this. <laughs> oh, wait. oh, this is a DS. I was thinking older. Yeah, I kind of remember this. I remember. Yeah. Vaguely, 2008, huh? Yeah, it actually got reviewed pretty well. Yeah, well, it's a Bioware game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Weird. Oh, mm. yeah. Just, I, I would have loved to know the the backstory of how that collaboration came to be. I mean, how between Sega and Bioware, how did that even? I don't know. Well, that's Sega just, was a software company at that point, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but it's just Bioware is an American company, and Sega is a Japanese company. I just it's kind of weird. Like, how did that even the conversation begin? That's just so strange to me. I don't know. I don't Who knows? Know. Like, how did yeah. the conversation between fucking Disney and Square happen? Things yeah. Happen. I, I, well, I heard that that was literally started as like an elevator thing. Yeah, I, I believe it was. Um, but then again, I mean, like Japan has a long history with well, you know, sort of like um, I think I think uh, Virtua Fighter characters and t- no, no, wait, no, I'm I'm piecing two different stories together. 
Uh, I was going to say Virtual Fighter characters in DOA started over a sushi dinner between Yu Suzuki and Itagaki, but that's not actually. <laughs> He's in two different completely things. <laughs> that sounds pimpalicious. It, it would be so tight. I think that's why my brain wanted to believe it. <laughs> uh, what, um, was it was Shinobi? Was that that was Sega, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. One of the things I just thought of, um, mm. like two D. Uh, really, either depending, like mm-hmm. you can kind of go anywhere with yeah. it. I don't know if it needs to be we a straight a 3D up. One. Remember on PS2? Yeah, yeah. Um, I played was, the demo a lot with, with cool. the Demon Blade. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, yeah. Man, I got a, a lot of memories of Shinobi Three. That was I mm-hmm. asked for Shinobi as a Christmas present for my uh, step grandmother. Anyway, because mm. I saw Shinobi, the kid was playing it in Surf Ninjas, and I was like, I want Shinobi. <laughs> and yeah, so Surf <laughs> she went to the store and they didn't have Shinobi but they had Shinobi 3 so she got me Shinobi 3 and it was mind blowing <laughs> I remember my dad seeing the trees like the parallax scrolling I was waiting for this. and being like wow look at the graphics on that oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good cool, man. and the music wow. is pretty iconic too it is yeah. boss fights were great oh man and then of course one of the most 90s games ever comic zone yeah. Oh, yeah, that just, I would love to see that come back. 60th anniversary. Oof. Come on, Sonic. Impress us. Don't, don't, don't. (laughs) Something ridiculous. Something I'd like to see, especially if, like, this is going to, if this is actually going to be a system that tries to compete with the mainstream games, Mm. like something they could really focus their, uh, showing what their system can do graphic wise. Mm. Would be a new Echo game. Uh, new Echo the Dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> they should have a. That sort of ties me into my wishes, which I've said plenty of times before on NGP mm-hmm. Resurrection. It's you could have a, a sea themed pack with Echo. Give mm-hmm. me another sea man. Oh yeah. First of all, <laughs> I want you to translate sea man two and give me that <laughs> states. Yeah, put the old both of the old games on there too. Yeah, why not? Give me Seaman Trilogy. And yeah, give me a new. Yeah, C-Man. literally call it that. And please, for the love of God, give me a new Jet Grind Radio, Jet Set Radio, Ooh. whatever you want to call it. Yes, or Crazy Taxi. Crazy Taxi could oh. be cool. That could be fun. But like Jet- that game's still fun to play. It is. You can get on your phone now. <laughs> wild. Uh, but yeah, Jet Grind Radio, just so stylish, so cool, so mm-hmm. much soul. I just, we need a game like that. That game had such good, positive energy. Just fucking amazing. Yeah, and uh, I, I guess you would call it a competitor to Fire Emblem, but Shining Force. Shining oh, yeah, Force. That was the, I was going to say there, the, the two big RPGs they had was the... Uh, Shining Force series and the Fantasy Star. Yep. I mean, Fantasy Star still exists as like a MMO. Mm-hmm. It does, but, yeah. Um, I'd, I'd like to see, and they, they did it before, they did it, I think, on the, it was either a PlayStation or a Saturn release where they did like a, uh, they did like a remake of the first Fantasy Star. Mm. The, the original being a, um, Master System game. 
I'd like to see them take another crack at that one. Really, the whole trilogy, because the I've read about the story. I haven't like fully experienced it yet, but um, pretty interesting. Uh, it is. Two apparently the second game is like the bleakest shit ever. Well, uh, yeah, the second one's the best. The third one has a really interesting one in that the game plays through multiple generations. So you'll play as one segment, your character will get together with someone in the party, have kids, and then you'll play as that kid. Oh, wow. I've played the third one. Through the years? Yeah, this is Fantasy Star 3. Mm, Interesting. And uh, 4 was it was the finale and apparently it was like it, it lived up to it in every aspect it, it was originally going to actually be a Sega CD game yeah I know they just uh, dropped Fantasy Star Online 2 for yeah like, I've been free. playing it That's, yeah I have, I have a couple clan members who I think are trying that out mm-hmm. uh, but Joe it's almost 9.30 did you need to take off yeah yeah I gotta get going but um yeah well, so just and we wrap up then. Okay. Yeah. Any final thoughts, Joe? <laughs> My final thoughts are I don't know. Uh Sega, please. Please don't announce another Sonic game. I love Sonic. I do, but <laughs> we don't need another. I mean, we do, we can, it'd be great, but don't just like we just remastered Sonic the Hedgehog 2. We have enough of those. We do not need more. Mm. So uh, we just remastered Sonic and Knuckles. Don't just just stop, please. Yeah. Um, if you give me another Mania, I won't complain. It's true. No, those that was a quite good game. Uh, that game. <laughs> it is really good. Um, but yeah, I hope it's something really great. Um, a Sega Channel like thing would be amazing. I would, I would absolutely start. I pay monthly for that to play those games. I would 100 percent do it. Oh, so yeah, I would. Take that thing that they have, that room for their old games, and make it a Sega home. Yeah. A whole world where you could go to your friend's house and they have a different. You spawn with a random console. Get on your bike or your skateboard and skate down the street to your friend's house. Oh, (laughs) I love that. I love that. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, I hope this doesn't get written off as a bad idea. Can the console you spawn with be dependent upon your age? <laughs> sure, why not? I love that. You can also go to the grocery store and buy magazines with codes in them. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I, we got to have a Blockbuster. we yeah. got to have a Blockbuster. Well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so if it's like the Sega Channel type thing where you go to play the different games, where yeah. you go is the the rental store. <laughs> yes, I love that. That's the part of the hub you go to. Hollywood video, I don't know. Currency system with doing chores, and if you don't have enough money, you can go to like a Toys R Us and play the kiosk. <laughs> oh shit! Oh man, that is amazing. Um, okay, I gotta get going, but great idea. Yeah. So. Joke. All right, take it easy, bye guys. Bye. Easy, Joseph. <laughs> All right, and that was the show. Uh, it looks like we had a couple viewers earlier on, but I don't know. They oh, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't catch them in the, uh, I just, chat. I just saw the number change. Oh, I, I okay. don't know what it was. It could have been bots, but, uh, yeah, we can, you can find this show wherever you get your podcasts for free, 
iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and many more. Mm-hmm. Stitcher, etc. SoundCloud. Um, yep, yep. And if you want to keep track of us for some strange reason, um, we are on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Hey Listen Radio, and YouTube as well. Uh, I'm at Hyper Nineties on Twitter. If you want to see my awful hot takes, <laughs> cables. Where can uh, I speak to you? I don't have a lot of hot takes over at Old Taku Connect, but um, I do geek out over shit there. Yeah. So there's that. <sighs> hmm. Okay. As always, I suppose tune in next week. When we uh, put a little eggnog in your face. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> right. Now.